Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and if you're listening to this when you're going to bed, good night. Welcome back to the Smell Soup Podcast. You know what? We're not even going to worry about that. Welcome back to the Smell Soup Podcast. I am your host, Mason King. Um, most people would take that out in the beginning, but like I said, this is kind of my own thing, and this is never one take. <laughs> like, if it was one take, yeah. I would be turned if it was one take. Uh, but how you guys doing? Hope everybody's doing well. Hope everybody's doing great today. Um, this topic today is a little bit kind of different. Um, it's more so like a, a personal thing. Like today I want to talk about chasing success and the difference between chasing success and wanting success for yourself. Uh, it's it, it, Everything kind of goes in the same category. Um, whether it's, you know, money or, or whatever, we're, we're, we're going to get into it. But for the, in the beginning, the verse of the day, always, 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 um, we are now in, uh, Hebrews 13, uh, in the NIV version, uh, verse 16. And do not forget to do good and to share with others for with such sacrifices, God is pleased. Look. God wants us to spread the goodness in general, but when we do good ourselves, we need to be able to spread it and just to give it give it to everybody possible. Cuz that's what's important, spreading kindness. So today, um I really appreciate the last um feedback from like my previous episodes. I really appreciate it. Um but today we're going to be talking about chasing success. Uh I want to start off on the more um, physically obtainable, like what you get when you chase success. Um, because there's different things that come with it. Like there's money that comes with it. There's your recognition. Uh, there's even uh, ability to, you know, do more for wherever you are. Like it's, it, it, it leaves a good name. Like you know, how like, Pretty much how some rappers, like, their hometown is now, like, renowned just because they're from there. Like, we don't even know if they did anything when they became famous. Like, it's just because, oh, he, like, Jack Harlow. Now, there's other people from Louisville. Like, there's other people from Louisville. But I'm saying, when he came out, everybody was like, oh, Louisville, Louisville, Louisville. Like, it's now gained more popularity than it already had from, I'm pretty sure, uh, Bryson Tiller and, like, uh, no, ESTG, I don't know if he's from there. But, like, there's other people from Louisville. Like, it's not just Jack Harlow. I know this. But I'm saying it just it built more onto the reputation of the town because it was from there. And so, with that instance, I want to talk about, like, the things that come with it before I get into, like, the, the, the mental aspect of it. So, with anything like Chasing Success, obviously, in most cases, money comes with it. Depending on what kind of success you're chasing, usually most of the time money comes with it and money can be a tool or it can be a hindrance. In some cases, it's mostly a tool for people who have reached a certain status that they always wanted to reach and think, okay, now that I have all this money, I can make an impact in the world and it can go well. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 hard to really break down and explain how 
different people were because everybody uses their money for different reasons. Some people want to get a whole bunch of money to give back to charity. Some people want to get a whole bunch of money to give back to their family or whoever took care of them. Some people want to get money to give back to their church or different things in their community or build stuff. Like There's so many things you can do with a whole bunch of money, but everybody's purpose is different. Or, in the most part, everybody's motive is different. Some people might want to get the charity, and the next person might want to get the charity, but where are their motives of wanting to get the charity? So, I just want to, you know, talk from that perspective. Uh, and then, other thing with, ch- with chasing success. Bro, reputation. People, as humans, as humans, any any type of, like, outside validation, it just feels good. Like, I, I'm not I'm not saying, like, Oh, like you don't need to be acknowledged, but like a thank you or like a like a gift for your for your efforts towards something. People as humans really be like, oh my god, this is the best thing ever. Kind of like how you know, uh, uh, let's say you get a new hairstyle, right? Shout out to my ladies, man. And even when my even when the guys get new hairstyles, like you know what I'm saying? You post on your story, you know, a little, little boomy, you know what I'm saying? A little, little four by four, nothing crazy. But when, you know what I'm saying, such and such, like your story, you like, this the best day ever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, the validation is there. Like, as humans, we love, we love validation. And it's okay. Like, being validated for, for something that you want to be validated for, it's okay it kind of gets a little bit misconstrued when you're always looking for validation, but that's that's like a different, that's like a different kind of uh, situation. I might talk about it in the next episode or like a couple down, um, but that you know, va- you know, validation chasing like whether it's from family or or uh, a partner, or whatever. That's a different that's a different topic that we won't cover right now. But the validation of you know. Uh, outside acknowledgement is like it just makes humans feel great so to go out there and to be successful and to come back and to do all these great things or 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 give a better um, reputation on where you're from or whatever when people come up to you and be like oh my gosh like you did you did xyz like that's so great like thank you so much for that like the people who 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 got to that point of success that's even more drive them to keep going further because it's like, okay, I'm out here making a difference. I'm out here making a difference. And then with other things like like chasing success comes with more uh I guess romantic opportunities in some cases. Like some people, you know, won't notice you until you become successful. And I know it's kinda like Okay, am I talking good about it or am I talking bad about it? Uh, I'm mostly talking about what comes with success. But the next part of the episode is going to be about how how chasing success can really tear a person down. But right now, I'm just labeling out the stuff that comes with success. Like We see it all the time. It comes with success. It comes with attention. It comes with reputation gain. It comes with money. It comes with, um, you know, kind of like the whole thing where it was like, you know, at one point in time, uh, rest his soul, anything Michael Jackson touched turned to gold. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was things like that. Like, just being successful puts you in a different space, uh, uh, you know, 
compared to everybody else. Not above everybody else, but compared to everybody else. It just puts you in a different space when you become successful. Now, what I really wanted to talk about is the mental and just emotional, just, you know, sometimes backlash of chasing that success. Cause don't get me wrong, like every like everybody wants to be successful. Like, well, excuse me, let me not let me like, let me not make that presumption about everybody. But a good amount of people want to be successful for so many different reasons. Like, I'm not I'm not trying to say, oh, you shouldn't be trying to be successful. I'm talking about chasing success and chasing that validation and chasing the money and chasing your reputation and chasing a good reputation. When you put yourself in that state to feel like if you don't get X, Y, and Z done before you pass away, your mind starts to be consumed by the fact of failure, like fear of failure. When I when I was younger, um, even though I'm still young, I'm saying like when I was younger, I used to want to do all this stuff like all this crazy stuff. Well, not, it wasn't crazy, but I'm saying, like, in the aspect of, like, aspirations. Like, I really wanted to go out there and make a splash and, like, and get, like, a whole bunch of money and, like, come back and, and, and do a bunch of stuff, like, for my family and my community and stuff like that. And I wanted to be famous. Like, I wanted people to know me. Like, I wanted to be, like, like just I wanted to be just known. Like, just almost everywhere. Well, in most cases. But I'm saying... I just wanted to be known. Like, I want people to be like, oh, my gosh, that's Mason. Like, yes. Like, like I know him. Like, I know. Like, they don't know me. They don't know me. But they know of me. You know what I'm saying? Like, to that aspect. To that aspect, I want, like, I, I wanted to be like that. Like, like you know how, like, on TMZ, like, old TMZ, old TMZ. Like, when they used to, like, run up on people, like, with cameras and the, and the, uh, the interview questions and all that stuff. Like, like the mob, like, they're swarming. These like famous people, like not just celebrities, they're like, swarming famous people. I was like, yo, like, what if that was me though? Like, even though you know those were never. Most of the time, the people in front of the camera was like, "Can you like move away?" Like, you guys have been on me all day and stuff like that. So, but I'm saying like it was just so like, oh my gosh, like there's so many people out there that want to know about them. Like that's so cool. And then you know, as I got older. I was like, nah, <laughs> nah, I'm nah, I'm good. Like being, being, <laughs> being in the spotlight, it takes a certain amount of guts. But besides that, the way the way my mindset changed with chasing success was the matter of. I want to be able to be successful to the point where I can give back and not think twice about it. I don't want to be successful to the point I'm famous. I don't want to be successful to the point where I have people swarming me. Like the success I look for now, it still kind of is like a remnant of what I used to want. But now it's on a scale of, okay. When I accomplish these things for the people and the places that I want to, I'm good. I've been successful. Like, people put success with fame 
and sometimes put success with money. Success is succeeding at something you want to do. <laughs> like, it's not it's not about social status. It's not about how many people know your name. It's not about how much money you get. It's not about any of that. Success is about succeeding in something you want to do. That means success is subjectional. It's perspective. People can live their whole lives making almost no money and feel like they're successful because they did ABC whatever growing up so now they're like okay i did what i want to do i'm successful like i've achieved what i want to achieve like i'm fine i can move on and it's 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 so it's so crazy how i'm not trying to sound like you know no old head but like the younger generation even though i'm a part of the one of the younger generations but i'm saying like the younger generation all they see is success on their screen like like people on youtube like kai sinat well kai sinat is mostly on like twitch but i'm saying like the amp house like on youtube like those boys are those boys are successful they're famous that's what they worked for but it's other stuff like people on tiktok who get famous People who, you know, start rapping that get famous. People who start doing, you know, uh, the entrepreneurship that get famous. Like, you'll see, like, and this, and this is, look, to all my entrepreneurs, keep going. Because y'all, y'all killing it right now. Especially with, yeah. Anyway, job is crazy. But I'm saying, like, on social media, you know, you'll see, like, uh, like how one package turned to a, a thousand packages a year. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they'll do like a little timeline of like their their um uh their rise to their success, like with their company or, or organization or whatever. And you'll see like a timeline, oh my gosh, like it happened so easy for them. First off, a lot of those videos are over like the course of like a year, maybe even longer. And now they're at a point where they can put them all together to make a cool montage to show you that you can do it yourself. But what it gives in that short period of time is Oh, if, if this is how it's supposed to be, then then let me do this. Like, I just feel like the idea of success is based around owning something or getting a, a certain amount of money or getting a certain type of status when at the end of the day, success is your own perspective. Like, what you see as a successful life, go for that. Don't go off of what other people's success has been because then you'll be living through somebody else. And living through somebody else is no fun. Like, when you always feel like if you're not doing what someone else is doing and you feel like you're failing, you're failing yourself. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to get nobody, like, no crazy reality check. But if that's what it is, that's what it is. Like, you're chasing something that's not meant for you. You're chasing someone else's life, someone else's example of their life. And that's what's going to be, you know, the downfall of you. And that's when I transition into the more mental side of it when you invest so much time trying to live a successful life outside of your perspective of successful you start to change your mental change the way you think change the way you act all to just fit this puzzle piece that you were never meant to fit i just i just i can't express that enough that when you chase success and when you chase things that were not you know in your original plan of success i'm not saying i'm not saying don't have aspirations i'm not saying don't make new goals that's not what i'm saying i'm saying when you live your life off the example of something else 
instead of using that example as motivation, that's when you start to fall short. Because you see you see your homeboy. Let's just use like a, a, a common thing. Clothing brands. I think any clothing brand that is 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 made by somebody, most of the time it's made with heart. And it's been a long time coming. They just didn't put the work in. They always wanted to, but they just didn't put the work in. That person goes through all that time to make make their own clothes, make their own whatever. Like if you make hats, um, like one of my homeboys is working on a hat thing right now. Like it's when you put that time in and put it out there and you get, like, you know, you get traction from it. Someone out there is going to look at that and be like, dang, let me be like that person. Like it's going to happen regardless. Like, dang, let me start doing clothes. It seemed to be working for them. And that person who's starting to live their life through somebody else, they're now living up to something that they were, that, that wasn't even in their idea. Like they're doing it because they see someone else be successful in it. And it's not a true passion for them. Cause like I said, probably like three times now, or actually maybe like twice, but I'm saying success is succeeding in something that you want to accomplish. That's what success is. It's not about how much you make. It's not about how well you're known. It's not about how big of a splash you make. It's about being successful in something or some things that you want to do. A big thing for me, and I didn't really want to talk about myself too much, um, but I only have currently three goals in my life. Like, that's it. One goal I have is to open up a uh, like a sponsorship or like a scholarship program for pregnant mothers. Um, I really uh, looked into it a couple years ago, but like my first like year in college, and even with like insurance, like it costs a lot of money to pop a kid out in a hospital. Like if you don't do like like an at home birth or or you know you hire a doula to do like. Uh, or is it a midwife? Somebody please correct me. But I'm saying, I think, actually, hold on a second. Let me, let me go. Uh, what is a doula? Oh, what is a midwife? Uh, oh, midwife, midwife. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, a midwife. <laughs> I love all y'all. But I'm saying, <laughs> if, you know, I, I unless you hire like a midwife or you have like an at-home birth without the midwife, like whatever, it costs a lot of money to pop a kid out in a hospital. It costs a lot of money, even with insurance. And when I saw that, like I was looking at the prices, and I was like, "But this is outrageous!" Like some people can't even afford this, and they're still having to pop their kid out in a hospital because they have nowhere else to have their kid. So, with that, I want to be able to have a a sponsorship or like a donor or like a donor program where. I get outside and I get like outside investors and use my own money to sponsor baby births every year. Like I want to get to the point where I can like sponsor five baby births a year. Like, like whether it's, you know, like that's that'll amount to maybe like it's going to be over 30,000 regardless. It's going to be over 30,000 because it costs a lot of kid. It costs a lot of money to have a kid. Uh, but that's one of my goals is to take that financial weight off of pregnant mothers and so they can just go in, have their kid and leave. 
even though I believe in at home births, not just financially, but it's it's a it's a whole it's a it's different reasons why I believe in, in at home births. But if my wife wanna go to a hospital, like I'm not gonna tell her no. Like I'm not gonna tell her where to have the baby at. But I'm going to suggest an at home birth. But anyway, what I'm saying is I want to take that financial weight off of pregnant mothers because you go in, you you're already going through for seven to nine months, depending on when your baby pops out. You're already going in for you're you're already going through for seven to nine months, right? You go through for seven to nine months, then the baby about to come, you go to the hospital, you push through. Some labors take a long time. Push the baby out. Hey, can you sign this? Um, yeah, this is like a little. It's just you know, just how much everything gonna cost. Like what? You trying to tell me? I could not. I could not fully understand what it's like because I'm not a woman. It's just if I went through a a pain for almost a whole year, even though most babies don't be pain, but sometimes people are in pain, but. If I go through a struggle and I'm in a, a constant state for almost a year and then I go have the baby and then you hand me a bill? Nah. I what? Get this out of my face. Like, no. I would be sick. Like, I would be sick. I would be sick, bro. Like, <laughs> I would be sick. So I'm saying I just want to take that weight off of those mothers. Another goal I have is to uh be a in-school counselor for middle schoolers. Uh, I believe middle school is the most important time for for development. Like, yes, early stages because they can pick up habits or, uh, you know, pick things up. You know, how, like, some kids will, like, you know, use a curse word, like, one or two years old because they've been hearing it their whole life growing up. You know what I'm saying? Not, not just early stages. Um, early stage is important, but for me... Middle school is when everything changes because it is there is most of the time people's first experience with anything in the outside world, like kindergarten through elementary, like whatever. Most of the time, it's just learn, playtime, learn, playtime, learn, playtime. That's it. Nowadays, when you go to middle school, it's like a it's like the world flipped on its head and started doing a b-boy spin. You know what I'm saying? Like it's. Everything is going crazy. Like people, it's people's first interaction with with anything drug related. In some cases, um, it's people's it's people's first interaction with anything like sexual, whether it's sex, oral sex, whatever. Like it's people's first experience with that. It's people's first experience with uh, different lifestyles, like different religions or or beliefs or uh, cultures. And sometimes it's people's first time, like meeting somebody different and it's so much stuff that happens outside of school like some in most cases middle school you know people go through like division in the household by chance um sometimes like depending on how your family ages around that time usually you know an older person in your family passes away so you it's your first real understanding of death like that in itself is a lot and so in other cases People move schools, people move, people move homes. Like you get to middle school and then you move like an hour or two away. You lost all your peoples, all your friends. And now you got to start somewhere new. And all that comes 
with puberty. Like, puberty is like the cherry on top for everything you experience mentally and physically in middle school. Like, I really feel like the habits you form in middle school are the ones you mature in high school, and then they grow into your character in college. That is what I believe. Because the timeline of you meet somebody in middle school and they're totally different in high school, you're like, oh, my friend fake, my friend fake. Not really. Your friend just finally figured out who they want to be. They 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 not fake, at least, at least in some cases. Some people really do be fake. But I'm saying your friend is not fake. They just finally figured out how they want to live their life. And they were trying to figure it out those years y'all was in middle school. Like, it's so much that comes with middle school. And it can be, it can really be, like, a negative thing, too, with the development. Like, if if, if they don't have somewhere to talk to, somebody to talk to, um, and feel like they're doing everything themselves, like, it can be rough. And so I want to be, like, an in-school counselor, not a therapist, not a psychiatrist. I want to be an in-school counselor to be able just to have a place for the kids to talk about what they got going on because that's what's important. I do not believe in the bad child term. I do not believe there is a bad child because any kid, any kid is going to listen to the person they respect. That's how kids work. They're not going to listen to you if they do not respect you. And when you can get the respect from them, you got it. Like, I don't believe there is a bad child. And most of the time, people, just like adults, people don't react for no reason. That's why I try to tell people, don't call that child a bad kid because they're not reacting for no reason. And most of the time, they don't know why they're reacting in a negative way. So don't call a child a bad kid when you don't even know their home life, when you don't know what they go through, none of that. You don't know why they're quote-unquote acting bad. Aside from that, the most important goal in my life is to achieve whatever God's purpose is for me on this earth. That is my most important goal in life. If I don't do the baby birth thing, if I'm never an in-school counselor, as long as I achieve what God has for me in this life, whatever plan he needs me to, you know, take out or whatever, then I'm fine. Like, the biggest thing to me, as I mentioned before, is my faith. So when I fulfill God's purpose for me on this earth, if I don't do anything else, if I don't make no other money, if I don't do anything, that is what I want to accomplish the most, is whatever God's plan is for me on this earth. I have three goals. It's not, nothing is related to getting a whole bunch of money. The baby births, yes, I will need money for that. But like I said, I'm going to try to get other investors. Like, it's not just going to be all on me. I'm not going out here trying to make a, a whole bunch of money. You know what I'm saying? It's everything I said almost almost doesn't in, like require money. It doesn't require status. It doesn't require reputation. Like, it doesn't. And I'm not saying that to tell you, oh, you should live this kind of way. No, I'm just saying, see how my version of success is different than what you might think or what someone else might think? And that's what I really want to get through on this episode is success is perspective. What you feel like is success to you, do it, own it, and be happy with your life. Don't try to live your success story through somebody else's because how are you going to put yourself, how are you going to insert yourself into somebody's book that's already being written? Like, 
you just gonna jump in like a guest star on Disney Channel and they clapping for you for three minutes straight? Like, no, stop that. Come back, write your own book, and then be an inspiration to others. That's what I really feel like it should be is when you see someone else's success, that's to be inspiration for you to chase your own, not to chase theirs, for you to chase their own. But that's all I want to say today. Um, I hope I got my message across that chasing success is not, well, I just slurred the mess out of that. Chasing success is not a bad thing, but chase your success. Do not chase somebody else's because then you'll start to live a life that you never were meant to live. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, tune in next week for another episode. I might, I might talk about validation. I don't know. I might, I might, I might, you know what I'm saying? But hope you guys have a great day, night, whatever the case may be. I don't know. Well, I'm a holler at y'all. Peace.